There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. That's right. Uh, I didn't know how else to add to that. It's the word of God, so you can't really add to it. We are talking about why it pays to wait on God. We are your host, Nick Smith. And Kylie Jo Smith. And today's episode is called Spring Forward. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Real life, no myth. Where we talk about myths and misunderstandings surrounding life, race, faith, and culture. If you'd like to support the Nick Smith Podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or you can give through our Patreon. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends can know what you're listening to. Hey, everybody. So hopefully you sprung forward already. Hopefully, if uh, you're listening to this, then you've you're hearing me wait i can't say if you're listening to this because no, they are listening it's kind of redundant to say if you're listening to this then you hear what i'm saying then, <laughs> then you're listening and then listening's happening and otherwise i wouldn't be talking to anyone <laughs> um yeah hopefully you sprung forward and you were dealing with daylight savings Is it time sprung or sprang Sp- spring did i think i think it's Wrong? sprung <laughs> sprung our son would say sprung he sprung. likes to say like the word broke. He says, he says brook. Brook. It's really so, fun. It's really adorable. Hopefully you sprung forward and um, are ready for all the goodness that God has for you. But yeah. we were uh, talking earlier this week and we were talking about, uh, sorry, <laughs> calm it down. Sound effect. <laughs> we were talking about the season that God has us in and how God prepared us for this season. Yeah, it was, um, we were in training, I think. We were talking about, Um, So if you don't know already, we are at the Milton Hershey School. And one of the things that we have been learning is kind of how the programs work. So programs in student homes, Mm -hmm. um, a little bit of the schedule that students are expected to follow every single week. And it's so wonderfully structured um, in a lot of ways. And so we were learning this and we were kind of discussing it with our trainers and at one point Nick leaned over and was like oh my goodness this is like an answer to prayer yes and not (laughs) that I'm some weirdie and I said there Lord please give me structure please Lord plan out every hour of the day for me but (laughs) if you don't know this about me I'm pretty I'm pretty no (laughs) I I know that about you I fly by the seat of my pants a lot also knew that yes yes, and I I don't plan very far in advance I'm very good on dealing with things when they come up but you give me like a week and be like, plan this week. I'm like, I don't know. At some point I'm going to do work. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, the opposite. I'm like, please, please plan every hour for me. Like, I'd, I'd love to know what I'm expected to do. Kylie does great at long distance or um, long term, long term. And I'm great at the short term, which is why we work great together. It's, yes, it's a good system. And so, but during the last season we were in, we had uh, with our schedule in full time pastoral ministry with uh, homeschool, the way that we had it set up with just the way life was, there were always moments where, um, where we just didn't know what we were going to be doing. Like mm-hmm. we would have a plan and then something would happen, um, which ministry happens in the interruptions. And we know that like when something mm-hmm. interrupts you, then, um, you just got to deal with it in the moment. But we were so frustrated because we were looking for a little semblance of regular. Yeah. And I think in COVID times, we keep hearing everyone saying, let's get back to normal back to normal, right? We all, we all want to get there. And for us, we actually kind of laughed because once the pandemic hit, um, at the stage we were at in our life, it was like, this is actually like, it's okay. Like yeah, we can calm down. Yeah. We can maybe find a, a semblance of normal. We can yeah. find something, um, that gives us that balance. And, um, in ministry, it's really hard for those of you that are in ministry, vocational mm-hmm. ministry, especially serving, um, as pastor or, um, really any type of 
official leadership, like your life belongs to the church in a lot of ways. Now there are boundaries you have to put in place. And of course, um, I think our family, we've learned that we've we've learned the art of putting boundaries in place, but as far as prioritizing our schedule and being able to keep it consistent because we've also had so many transitions throughout the seasons, um, and had different roles that we've played in our, in different communities. Like Mm -hmm. it's really hard. It was really hard to do. It was frustrating. I remember yeah. there was a point I was like, I am so done making a meal plan. Yeah, because we couldn't stick to it. Like there's this happening and oh, and then and a lot of it was a blessing. It would be like, oh wow, like I don't have to have this meal plan. There's gonna be things happening at the church. There's gonna mm-hmm. be like but at the same time, it it made it hard for me to like enjoy the process of homemaking. Yeah. Because I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even like get a handle on this. And I would feel selfish for wanting the schedule to go according to our family's plan. Yeah. And I, I deal with a lot of the control issues in my own schedule, in my own life. And mm. there'd be so many times where I would be looking at my, my schedule and I'm like, well, why did I even write this down? Like, why did I yep. plan to do these things? Um, and if you don't know how ministry works, like if, if you're not in vocational or active ministry, um, you can have a nine to five if you want. Sure. You can set your work hours, you can set your <laughs> office hours and you can only be in the office during those times if people want to meet you at that point, that's awesome. But that's not shepherding. Like that is, um, professional ministry mm-hmm. and you're not actually shepherding because the shepherd has to be with the people. And again, as Kylie Joe already said, that's not a, a free pass for no boundaries. Right. But as a pastor or as someone who's in a vocational ministry, um, really just as someone who's in ministry as a, as a human being, you're doing life with people. Mm-hmm. And so as you know, even now, if someone were to call and say, Hey, Nick, I need you. There's something major going on. Yeah. Um, it would add an interruption in my day. The only difference is when you're a pastor, people just assume you're standing by waiting for a phone call. Mm-hmm. Like they just say, Oh, pastor's got nothing to do. Let's go take care of this. Just and, invite him to this thing. And that's not an exaggeration. Like there truly is an idea that yeah. especially in rural ministry, which has been the context we've been in the most, um, there's, there's an understanding that, um, well, pastor doesn't have anything to do, but sit in his office all day and wait for people to come to him. Um, not realizing there are a lot of administrative duties and other things that fall on the pastor or like Um, visitation that I already have scheduled. Right. And, or in your case, like there's classes that Mm -hmm. I have to sit and watch online that I have to, I have to report on. I have to do assignments. And when you tell people those things, a lot of times, because we're so used to um, that nine to five thing where it's like you have a job, you go to the job, you report while you're at your job, you do your thing. Mm -hmm. When you go home, you don't expect your boss to call you or or for your coworker coworker. to call you and be like, hey, I need your help with this thing. It's like, I'm not on the clock right now. I'll see you tomorrow. And that's a that's a blessing and a luxury, I think, um, of jobs, of jobs, of the of the traditional job and certainly like we're stepping back into some of that and mm-hmm. that like okay well while you're on duty this is the time where you're working when you're off duty um you're not then you're not um, on and, duty. and you're not responsible for <laughs> the job things when you're off duty but but all that to, to go back to the structure thing like mm-hmm. there is a beauty in order yeah and structure that i think it's in god's word i mean there's Definitely. an order to the way he created things um that we i mean obviously we see such beauty in god's created world and it's ordered and it's um, a lot of times it seems, um, chaotic to us, but it's mm-hmm. very methodical to him. Well, and we're, we're, oh, what am I trying to say? We're born with an innate, an innate, an innate, an enemy. I'm trying and, to pronounce every letter in that word. An <laughs> innate. <laughs> oh, we're born with an innate desire for structure. Kids, yeah. um, as much as kids say they hate rules, kids, 
thrive. thrive. Actually, when we moved, we had to change our normal uh, dinner routine because we had like uh, like Taco Tuesday and uh, Waffle Uh, Wednesday where we did breakfast. Yeah, like we did. And Isaiah got so used to it that when we moved, he was like, it's Wednesday. Why are we not having waffles? Yeah, it was. And it's convicting because it was like, oh, wow. And this goes back to part of the reason we were so hungry for structure. Mm -hmm. Um, For me personally, it was once we knew with Isaiah having autism Mm -hmm. that this was something that would help him. Yeah. Like having a regimented um, thing every single day, every single week. I really wanted it even more. I was like, oh, well, if this is going to make my son thrive and it's going to like help him be successful um, and like a productive member of society, I really need to have this for him. Um, But it was just so frustrating every time we couldn't because he would notice it. Anytime we would have like a couple of weeks of of normal and then we would have to change it for something, he Mm -hmm. would be like, wait a minute, this isn't, this yeah. isn't the way it Why is. Why are we not this doing this? This is unstable. And, exactly. And you could tell there was, even though he wasn't saying it out loud of like, I'm feeling very anxious here. This is making me feel unsettled. Yeah. It was obvious in his behavior that like, okay, there's something that's not right because he's used to it being this way. And now it's changing for no apparent reason. Yeah, there was a definite lack of security. Mm-hmm. And um, what God did, what's interesting is what he did in our hearts prior to that season of ministry. When I was working a regular nine to five job, mm-hmm. I remember so many times being like, I just want to have the freedom to go and do what I want when I want to do it. I don't want to have to be here you know, <laughs> clocking at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. And then which nobody wants to get up at 5 a.m. First off, it's terrible. And if you're like one of those people like, yes, I do. OK, John Wesley. Have fun with All that. All right. Yeah. Old John Wesley, like you wake up at 430. You're late singing him. Go for it. <laughs> do it. Um, no, actually, I wish I had that in me. But anyway, um, but in that season, before we got into full-time ministry, God had was preparing mm-hmm. my heart for what the next season was going to look like. Mm-hmm. And so he was he was already purposing um, my heart to be ready to receive yeah. what that next season was. Yeah. And when we stepped into full-time ministry, I remember feeling so much freedom and so much like, ah, oh, yes, this is what I, I was needing for mm-hmm. this time. Mm-hmm. And being able to, to wake up in the morning and go in my office, drink my coffee, do my devotions, I go out, visit people, um, even had a little part-time job. I was dropping kids off at school for the school yeah. district. Um, and I just saw everything as ministry and every little thing I did, mm-hmm. um, was magic. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-mm. Every little, never mind. Um, everything that I did was ministry and I was so focused on just the Lord in that moment. And I was just going where the spirit was leading. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when we had our two children, and we had to work in school and all this other stuff. I just felt, I was like, okay, this isn't working anymore. Yeah. And, and God started like shifting. I remember the shift in our relationship, mm-hmm. uh, the way we talked about life and the shift in mm-hmm. my heart specifically, cause I am so willy nilly and free, but God was working on me in that season for now. Yeah. Because now we have like, God has blessed us everything that we prayed. We're like, God, we need structure. He's like, okay. It's built, it's not only built into the job because again, the job that we have is not a job. It's a lifestyle. It's a commitment. Yes. It's a, it's a thing. Like it's, it's, it's ministry own, still. It's, it's ministry. Um, it's a lifestyle of ministry. It's mm-hmm. what, what's that one called? What do, what do you call it? Ministry the, of presence. Ministry of presence. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you, Pastor Nick. You're welcome. Um, but, and so it's not only built into the job while we're on the clock, it's literally built into the structure of life here on campus. And yeah. we live we live with students. We live in mm-hmm. like close proximity to other house parents. And so everyone understands the way this is supposed to function. Yeah. And it's not robotic. It's very just regimented mm-hmm. and allows for wonderful structure and the building of relationship. But it's something that we're like, oh, my goodness, this is what we needed. Yeah. Um, and for not just for us mm-hmm. um, to ease our hearts, but for our children and for their success and for our family to be able to function in a way that we feel productive. We feel mm-hmm. like we're 
we're doing something together and we all know what's happening. That's one of the things that structure does Yeah, is it, it adds an element of predictability mm-hmm. so that then when something is off, you can more quickly understand, okay, wait a second, hold on. We normally do this thing this way. Yeah. And why are we not doing it? Oh, because this is happening. Okay. Well, why is this happening? And it, it eliminates all of those things um, that you could otherwise point to mm-hmm. um, as problematic or as the cause of an issue to say, oh, well, it's actually this. This is the reason. Um, and I think it's it's been really interesting and really uh, life-giving for me to see that mm-hmm. and to start as we're being um, more present in student homes to be able to see like, oh, okay, this is why this structure works so well. Yeah. Um, and it's not for any particular age group. It's from K through 12 that it works for and, and beyond. Like, oh, it's one thing I'm like, man, I... I kind of would like to have this kind of regiment, like just for <laughs> well, me as an adult. Do. We do. Well, we do. We do. Yes. Yes. But, yeah. But minus the school part. Yes. Well, <laughs> for some of us. Um, well, yes. and part of part of the the thing that's beautiful about how God works in that, in not just the structure, but how He prepared us for the structure. Um, and we were talking about spring forward, like mm-hmm. God, like prepares our hearts. He springs our hearts forward to that next season. Yeah. Um, even before we get there. Yeah. But one of the things that I deal with is when I'm in the season. And God's mm. starting to shift me for the next season. Mm-hmm. I'm not focused on where I am because I'm so focused on what that next thing is. Like yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't want to uh, finish or complete or perfect the things that were in mm-hmm. um, at my first, you know, my last nine to five job. Yeah, uh, there were things that God wanted me to do there as He was making those slow modifications in my heart mm-hmm. and in my mindset to prepare me for ministry. Um, but as soon as I felt that slight shift, I was like, oh, okay, I'm there now. I'm in the next yeah. season, mm. but I'm, I'm not there yet. Like God is just preparing me yeah. and getting me there. And even in the last season we just came out of, there was some of that as we discussed the longing for structure, the longing, mm-hmm. um, it was like, man, I know this is what I'm needing. Um, because this is the direction I'm headed. But at the same time, like there's still things in that season you have to complete yeah, or like have to perfect. And yeah. I say complete and perfect, not that you're ever perfect or ever complete. Yeah. But, um, but there's tasks and there's, yeah. there's things that God has for you in that season where you're at right now, maybe. And if you're, if, as you're listening to this, see, I did the same thing. If you're listening to this, <laughs> as you're listening to this, you may be like, I'm in a season and I don't know what it is that God has for me to complete. I don't know what it is that he's putting in front of me that I will not be able to experience the next thing until this is completed. And and maybe it's a thing where you don't need to do it yourself, but he's mm-hmm. doing it in you. Yeah. Um, I, I really, I feel like, what was happening in me during the seasons before this was I was experiencing what one of my college professors called a divine dissatisfaction Yeah, where I was just so fed up with the way I was doing it. And God Mm -hmm. does that with me a lot because I love to have that control. And I loved, I love things to be the way that I want them to be. Don't we, um, in my little sphere, I'm like, okay, this is, this is where my things go. And mm-hmm. this is how my, th- how my things go. Um, and he, it's wow. like, he's continuing to show me. That was good. Sorry. I was just thinking like, not only this is where I want things, but this is how I want them to be, um, all the time. Like I want everything that is within my realm mm-hmm. to operate to function the way in this way. I, yeah. That's, wow. that's me. That's me all day. And like, yeah, that's me too. And, and not necessarily with people, um, but with like processes and mm-hmm. things, I'm like, I want it to go the way I want it to go. Yeah. But he has, he brought out of me this like, Really, uh, Ecclesiastes talks about a time for love and a time for hate. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought of that as like between people. Mm-hmm. But honestly, there have been times where I'm like, man, I just really started to hate the way I was doing it. Mm, like yeah. the, there was a time for me to just hate 
my own way and really be dissatisfied mm-hmm. with what I was doing to where I began to long for what God would have. And I finally, I remember saying like, wow. God, you are going to have to make a schedule for me yeah, because I cannot do it. Like this is not, I can't even muster it up. I can't. And like, yeah. I was so looking forward to getting this um, planner in the mail that my wonderful mm-hmm. husband got me for Christmas. And I was on back order. And I was like, before we moved, I was like, it's not going to get here in time because <laughs> I wanted so badly to make the schedule. And God, or like he orchestrated it so beautifully that it ended up getting packed mm-hmm. without ever being open. So like we got it in the mail. I think one of us thought it was your book mm-hmm. for school. school so we just something. threw it in with another box of books. We get here and I'm like, I never got my planner. Oh mm-hmm. no. And right before we started training or as we were starting training, then I found it. And I, so I wasn't able to even start the schedule. I wanted yeah. to start until after we got here and it was like, okay, God, you, yeah. I get it. Thank you for preventing me from starting something and setting myself up for failure. That's so good. I think what you said about the the season for hating, like getting so fed up with, with how you're doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I know about human nature, just know to be true is we don't change until we have to, Whew. right? Like it normally, well, the, the way it goes is we don't change till we want to, and we don't want to, till we have till we to. Have to yeah. And you don't like, you will never change something that you can tolerate. Mm. And so God has to do those, that, that work in your heart. He has to prepare you. Um, not only for the longing, but for the the discontentment with where you are. He's got to stir the nest. Um, yeah, I can't remember where it is in Isaiah, mm-hmm. but he he talks about God like an eagle stirring the nest yep. in order to get the the baby birds out. Yep. Um, if the bird, like if the mama eagle was just like, look, there's food down there. He was like, so what? I'm cool. You bring me food. Yeah. Actually, the eagle has to make it uncomfortable in yep. the nest so that the bird jumps out. And it's and it's crazy because the the mother knows when the right time is. Yes. Even if the baby doesn't, mm-hmm. like she knows. It's, you can fly now. Like you're able to fly. Even yeah, if time. the bird is like, I don't know if I can do this, mom. That's how eagles talk. Uh, <laughs> how baby eagles I talk. don't know, mom. Mom, I don't know if this is the right thing. I don't know if you Please did the Please don't push me out of the nest. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to spend the rest of the day oh making that voice gosh. just so you know. Um, But yeah, and like even with like daylight savings, uh-huh. I must bring it forward. I really don't like daylight savings. Most of the people I know don't yeah, like it. It's make silly. Sense. There's only a few places that don't do it. Like, why can't we just be like, every, like those places? Mm-hmm. But one thing I do love is that through the seasons, like in between the times where we change the clock, mm-hmm. the sun starts to like, because of where we're at, like in the, what the cosmos, <laughs> the thing, you know, the little planet spinning. Keep thing. going. You're good. Um, yeah, I think we're following. Like, there's actually a shift that we see. We actually see the change in the daylight and the mm-hmm. time before we have to change the clock yeah. to where we're being prepared every single day. Mm. Cause like the sunset and the sun um, rise, I don't know if you notice this, they change the time changes. If you don't notice this, there's something going on in your life. Like you should know. I mean like you should see like, lighter. Oh wow. It's getting, it's getting bright sooner in the day. Yes. Like we're about to and get darker to this later. Point. Yeah. Like there's preparation that's happening, yeah. even if it's just a minute change every mm, single day. Just and like, incremental. There's that's so, so much good. grace in that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Sorry, I was just talking over you, but I was talking with you. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. Wow, huh? What? High five myself for that <laughs> one. You did great. So, let, yeah. oh, sorry. Do you have anything to add? God is good. Gonna, um, <laughs> no, in that, that incremental uh, uh, comment you made about minute by minute. Yeah. Um, what God just laid on my heart was that process that we see, like we... We don't know when God starts the change in our heart. Mm. We know when we notice it. Like, oh man, now I'm ready for that next season. Mm-hmm. But we never know when God's actually done with that change as well. Like when, when it's time to move. Because yeah. there's a, just like with summer, like when it gets to summertime, mm-hmm. at one point you look and you're like, oh wow, it's 8 p.m. and it's still bright out. 
but it didn't just start being bright at 8 p.m. that day. Yeah. But you just noticed it. Yeah. And at that point, it's not going to stop staying brighter later. Mm-hmm. So you don't know. I mean, we do know because we look at clocks and we know how the rotation there is. <laughs> but, but I mean, in our lives, we don't know how long those seasons last. Yeah. And so um, in that preparation that God is doing, when you do notice, let's just move into to practicality because mm-hmm. I think this is important. Um, when God does do the stirring in your heart, and you notice it's time for a shift. It's time for a seasonal change. Um, don't get so focused on the shift that you forget about the season you're in. That's good. Like, don't get so focused on on what's coming mm-hmm. that you miss what is. Yeah, that's that's really good. Take it um, away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so Ecclesiastes talks about waiting on the Lord. It's one of the um, like it's a really great book. You should read it sometime. But in um, great author, love the way he writes. <laughs> love the way. <laughs> super wise. Um, but there's, there's a section that talks about waiting on the Lord and, um, there's a blessing in that for us. And you may be wondering, how do you wait on the Lord? Like, it's really a weird thing. Like waiting. Am I standing here? Like, okay, God, any minute now, make something happen. I'm Um, waiting on you. Because it also can imply that there's a time that's been appointed Mm -hmm. that God's late for. And that's Mm. not, that's not what that means. God is always on time. There's a lot of songs about that. But it's also true. His timing, because he's outside of time as we understand it, um, he's not late. Yeah, he's, he's operating in the perfect amount of time, but you may be impatient. Come on. Um, but how do you wait on the Lord? Well, one of the things you have to do is acknowledge your desire to be in control of your own schedule. Yes. You have like, to yes. start there, acknowledging the problem, acknowledging the issue is not, well, God, you're taking too long. God, yeah. you didn't fix this in my life. God, you didn't give me the schedule I wanted. Yeah. Like you can express that to him, but it doesn't make it true. Yeah, the issue is not everything's outside of my control. The issue is I'm wanting want everything control. in my control. Yeah. yeah. So don't stop pointing at others and realize the issue's yes. in here. It's a heart issue. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Also, um, along with that, but it's just another part of practicality, mm-hmm. except that you cannot make things happen the way you want them to. I'm speaking to myself. Like or this when is, you want them to. Or when you want them to. Um Accepting that is so important to being able to receive what God has for you. Like in this yes. season, so good. quit springing forward to the next thing and thinking that you need to keep your eyes fixed there. Accept right now in this moment mm-hmm. that I'm not going to be able to make this happen the way I want it to. I can cross all my T's, dot all of my I's, write it in the schedule book and have it planned to a T and still something yeah. will interrupt it. Like it's okay to have a plan. And one of the um, authors, um, I read his book, um, All the World's a Stage. Shakespeare. No, wasn't him. No, it wasn't him. Oh, it's going to bug me. Anyway, read his book and he talks about like having a plan um, for like a live performance, mm-hmm. which live performances, anything can happen. Like anything can go wrong, anything can go right. He says, yeah. you have a plan. And then there's room for spontaneity in the plan. There's room, yes. there's grace for you to, hey, I'm going to, ch- I, I made this choreography, I'm gonna but I'm going to change this up a little bit. I'm yeah. going to grab the mic this way instead of that way. And talking beca- about Tom Jackson? Tom Jackson. Thank you. Okay. Um, make sure. Because you have the plan in place, mm-hmm. when there's, when there's something that happens, it's nuanced. It's not a complete interruption. And my, like, I know from my experience, not accepting that I couldn't make things happen yeah. prevented me from enjoying the moments of spontaneity. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And I think all of this um, works together with this last point, which is um, you, I'm going to say it like this, you can only do what you can do. Right. So the thing t-shirt, <laughs> it is. <laughs> and it's so it's, I got this from John Gallinger, my father, because um, he said it all the time. I'm sure he didn't make it up. But at the mm-hmm. same point, 
he drove it home. He owned it. He owns that saying. Yes. Um, if something's outside of your responsibility or your, sorry, if it's outside of your ability, it's not your responsibility. Come on. You can only do what you can do. <clears throat> it's above so, your pay grade. It's above your pay grade. <laughs> so if, but that also means the things that are within your ability are within your responsibility. Mm. And so you can only do what you can do as a double-edged sword. You can't focus so much on the things that are outside of your control that you're forgetting about the things that you have control over. So for me, just as an example, um, praying for structure, Lord, I want, I want structure next season. I want this. I want all these things, things that are completely outside of my control. But God says, I've given you things inside your control. Yeah. You have a gym membership. Yeah. There you we have go. 24 hours. Hey, you have school books. You have mm-hmm. all these things inside your membership or inside your, uh, sphere. Mm-hmm. Why are you not utilizing those? Yeah. So utilize the things that you can until God puts more in your control. Yeah. And that's scriptural because Jesus talked about being faithful with little. That's right. He who is faithful with little will be faithful with much. Mm-hmm. And so this, that isn't a, um, that's not a tit for tat thing. It's mm-hmm. not a prosperity gospel thing. It's an understanding of, are you stewarding your responsibility yeah. like over the people and things and um, processes that you have before you? Are you able to take care of those things? Because while you're waiting for God to give you bigger and greater and you're like, Oh man, maybe next year I'll have this. God's like, yeah, but are you even like, are you even waking up at the same time every day, bro? Like, <laughs> right. Are you, I'm talking get, myself. I, no, I like, need you to get off my head. I'm, I, I'm over here feeling all beat up. Are um, you even like, do you meal plan though? Like, do you even, are you even feeding your kids? Like these are the we things. We are feeding our kids. We do feed our children. Very, they're fed honest. very well. Um, <laughs> like these are the things that I believe we have to ask ourselves. We do yeah. have to own our 10%. That's right. Or in some cases, 25 yeah, Whatever, whatever's your responsibility, <laughs> own it, own that yeah. and be faithful with what he's given you. Yeah. And we're going to go more into just some of the things that this season has, uh, is teaching us right now with our inner circle. Of course, we love to give them exclusive stuff. Yeah, we do. Um, we've been in a, a, a new shift in our role here. Uh, we left training and so we are, we're just going to share a bunch of stuff with our inner circle because we love them and they are the ones who... <laughs> They've been walking with, us, been walking this, with us through the, the us. craziness. So, yeah. So, yeah. um, thank you guys so much. If you have, uh, taken anything away from this, first I'll give it back. Cause it's not yours. Don't be taking stuff. Oh my goodness. Just, sorry. I just thought, I thought Intense. that was good. <laughs> um, no, if, if you've taken anything from this, please share, please share this episode yes. with somebody. Um, let somebody know about the Nick Smith podcast. We'd love to, uh, to just get the word out and yeah. we hope that this blessed you. Yeah, this has been the Nick Smith Podcast. We hope you've gotten a dose of real life. No myth. Be Be blessed. blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us, and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.